There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I am Sean Fangirl-ass. And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing episode 16, or the season finale of season two of Resident Alien. Okay, so mine came up kind of weird when I was watching it, because I had right. recorded it, because I was out, and it's like mid-season finale. I'm like, wait a second, Did, didn't we already do mid-season finale? Yes, we already did the mid-season <laughs> I'm like, is this another mid, mid-season? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, oh my God, so much stuff happened. Yes. And I'm like so excited about this. <laughs> so we'll talk about it. But before we get there, I mean, we all know we got a second season. So we're, or I mean, third season. Oh my yes. gosh, rewind. <laughs> so I'm happy because the way this ended, I'd have been super pissed. Yes. Thankfully, we know way ahead of time. Thank God. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what happens at all the cons this summer, if they're going to be out there. Because I need sneak peeks. Yes. I need snippets. Yes, we but, do. <laughs> before we get into all that, we have some ratings news for this episode. Yes, episode 16 brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0. 0.550 million viewers, making it the 108th rated cable show for the day. Now, with over half a million viewers, how it only made 108, there must have been something awful damn good on that night. <laughs> Or three or four damn good shows on that night. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, the good thing is because it's on both sci-fi and you can watch it replaying on uh, Peacock, I believe. Right. Everybody who hasn't watched it can catch up over the summer. Yes, and they need to if they haven't. Yes, because you don't want to miss a moment of this. All right, shall we jump into episode 16? Let's do it. I believe in aliens. I love that. Harry comes face to face with his greatest enemy and makes a choice that may affect the earth forever. Dun, that sounds dun, so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> and it's funnier because normally we don't get that much. Right. That was like a real good little snippet for us. Well, how about we open with shots from the alien documentary Peter Bach referred to in his last episode, which... I honestly thought something was wrong. I'm like, wait, what is this? Right, yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, doing documentary. Something really screwed up. I must have missed it. Then it's like, oh, no, it kept going. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Especially, though, because it starts with Mike Richardson, CEO of Dark Horse Media, where the Resident Alien comics are published, revealing that he saw a UFO as a child with his friend. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait, is this real? Is yeah. this acting? <laughs> is this a little bit of both? I was kind of wondering, right. like, what did you think? 
Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both, too. I was really questioning what was happening. Yes, absolutely. It was a, a head-scratcher. Yeah. So now I want to, like, see him and ask him for real. So did you really see a UFO? Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Asa and Darcy eating at the diner, and Asa lies about Harry attending a medical convention. But, oh, yeah, he's back now, and Harry sends Asa a barrage of texts about a sandwich that, well, of course, checks out because bring me food. <laughs> yep. Darcy talks about potential apartments for the pair as they prepare to move in together, which if they were going to just look at something as small as they were, why not keep the one that Darcy has now? Right. That didn't make sense, but okay. No. Next, Jay asks for a old job back at the clinic, which threw me off completely. Yes, did, that was from left field, just blindsided me. I thought that was awesome, but yes. yeah, I was like, well, what? I, I little things, I don't know. This is makes me happy, and apparently Asta was pretty happy because she wholeheartedly, you know, agrees that, yeah, yeah, you can come back right now. And she's like, yes. oh, I got to finish this shift. <laughs> so the next thing we know, we see Harry speaking to Goliath, as Goliath speaking to him, wait a second. Yeah. That <laughs> might hurt. But talking about how the Greys are going to overtake the Earth. And next thing we know, we see Asta watching from afar. It's like, wait, what is happening? Goliath informs Harry that General McAllister can save the planet, but he killed her. So don't screw that up. Right. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah, the Greys developed hybrids, half human, half Greys, making them formidable and difficult to spot. The alien baby was perched atop Asta's head, which is how she was seeing the whole thing that was transpiring between Harry and Goliath, or Harry and Harry, however you want to look at that. Let right. me not confuse everyone, because I will get a headache. <laughs> well, anyway, Harry assures Asta that he kept McAllister alive. Well, good thing, because yes. I was a bit unsure at the end last episode. He also rattles off a list of possible names for the alien baby. Oh, my God. Get him a baby name book or something. Yes. Because <laughs> he was like Moisha, Brad, Jebediah. Obviously, Brad's probably the winner here. And, of course, yelling at the baby not to drink toilet water. What? <laughs> what? What? Come on. Asa persuades Harry to team up with McAllister to eradicate the gray threat. However, Harry believes that he'll fail, so why bother? Besides, he's a father now, and, you know, he was feeding the baby milk of sorts, and oh my god, what was that contraption? Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop, Harry. You're freaking me out. Yeah. And also, he adopted Robert, the late Peter Bach's son. Harry's a family man. You know, he needs to make sure everybody's fine. And that was hilarious, too, especially because we have Robert walk out of the bedroom like i'm trying to sleep yes <laughs> and that whole back and forth you will not sleep the day away it's like oh lord harry okay yes, stop stop <laughs> <laughs> next we get to see sheriff mike asking ben for an update regarding his request if the resorts is on patient's horizon he's going to need a surplus of police aids including more deputies and weaponry and you know perhaps even in his words a hooker jail oh wait they they like to call themselves sex workers now. Yes. I don't want to upset the hoes. What the fuck, Mike? Yes. <laughs> please, please stop. Please. But to Mike's dismay, Ben breaks the news that he is not going to support the resort anymore. After the sheriff collects himself, which was 
really funny. By the yes. Way. <laughs> Ben's like, well, you know what? I can give you this Hot Wheels car instead of the tank you're asking for, you know, as compensation. And after Mike asks if there's a loop-de-loop track, he'll take it. Right. <laughs> I guess it's a fair enough compromise. Yep. <laughs> Next thing we know, we see Harry snagging 10 hamburgers at the diner for parenting reasons. When all of patience freezes. I thought it was something weird with the bug that kept, like, flying around him. Right. I really thought it was going to be another alien species we didn't know about. Yeah. But we see Joseph Waltzen all cocky and confident. He informs Harry that humans have conceded Earth to the grave. Who are you talking to exactly? Yes. <laughs> that Joseph tells Harry about an escape pod meant for him. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm going to believe you with that one. Yeah. But, you know, it's so uh, our favorite resident alien can finally go home. And he texts Harry the coordinates after a whole back and forth about the phone and how did you get my number, which was right. really funny, too. <laughs> if Harry doesn't put up a fuss and departs as requested, it's all good. And Joseph just leaves. And, um, yeah, I was like, what is happening, Harry? Are you really like, yeah, that's good. We're good. No problem. Yeah. Then we get to see another segment from the documentary with James talking about his alien encounter. He shows the camera footage featuring two glowing orbs that change shape, which, hmm, could that really be it or could it be something else? I'm starting to wonder. Yeah. Later, we see McAllister order her soldiers to make preparations to move to the base after Peter and Harry in infiltrated their current base. She wants Peter's file, but it's heavily encrypted. What? Yeah. Interesting. We see footage of Joseph breaking into the safe where the alien baby was, and now we know who the enemy in their midst were. I love that she's like, he went right to it, and then he killed the guard, too. Yep. Like, okay, now you know he was the bad guy. Yep. Blame him for everything. <laughs> and next, we're back in patience with Deputy Liv, watching a news segment about a man dying in a fiery vehicular crash. The news anchor identifies him as Peter, which is obviously fake. Liv sits there, incredulous, asserting that Peter was murdered. She even examined his car. Meanwhile, Mike believes the moon is quote-unquote man-made. What the hell, Mike? <laughs> but he doesn't believe in anything with aliens. No. What? <laughs> and then Mike's going on about there's probably an Arby's up there and a strip club with moon titties. What the? Mike? <laughs> what? Stop it. I love Please. when he walks outside, he looks up, and he's like, that's a lot of drywall. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, my God. Mike, 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 Mike. No. Next, we have Harry comforting his child while gushing about their home world. <laughs> this was over the top. Yes, it was. Especially when he's like, oh, I can bury you up to your neck and rip off your eyelids. What? <laughs> Why? What? Why is this a good thing? Yeah. But he then conducts a family meeting with Robert, who insists he's 28 years old and doesn't need adopting. Good but thing. Harry vows to bring Merle. Merle sounds like a good baby name. No. And Robert with him to his home planet. However, Robert would rather live his life here. So Harry gives him the alien ball. He promised Peter he would protect his son and the alien tech will keep Robert alive. But if you don't tell him how to use anything. Right. Then we get to transition to another scene from the documentary. Documentary. I keep saying the word wrong. 
Then we transition into another scene from the documentary. This time, Osvaldo talks about seeing three dots of light in a triangular formation while on his balcony during a blackout. Now, first of all, that's going to freak you out anyway, right? Right. So things could get really weird, and apparently they do. Yes. (laughs) And then we get to find Kate in the kitchen because Ben has been sleepwalking again. And he had the same dream as before. But I love he's like, don't wake me up next time till I finish the dishes. I'm like, are you doing the dishes or just standing there? I mean, right. (laughs) But it's got to be weird. The following day, Max runs into Harry, who whips out a self-portrait of himself and gives it to him. And I thought it was going to be good. But I mean, he's like, ah, since you can't see what I look like in human form, you know, here's a picture. Right. I almost died. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was a stick figure. Nothing looking like him in any way, shape or form. No. I really wanted him to pull out a picture of like, you know, his headshot as Alan Tudyk and be like, this actor looks just like me. Right. (laughs) That would have been perfect. But Instead, Harry bids farewell to his frenemy, but Max doesn't believe he's leaving because you like me too much. Right. Do I? Meanwhile, Mike orders Liv to return Peter's van, which she apparently stole and stored in her garage. And the sheriff tells the deputy, you must return it to the compound. Or, I mean, the impound. The compound. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else. But instead of going any further there, we're back in the documentary where a couple, Jeff and Jesse, claim that they spotted a flying saucer during their camping trip. And they're holding a baby. And, like, the camera footage keeps going to the baby. Right. So it was really starting to freak me out. Oh, I forgot to say, though. I did miss this part. I love the back and forth with Liv and Mike because it was stupid and funny. And yes, <laughs> I really feel like some of the stuff that happens is is honestly what you're going to say with your friend. Like, oh, well, my friend would believe me. And it's like, oh, well, my friend wouldn't make me lie. And then the whole, my friend wouldn't make me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, get cavity searched. Make sure I'm not bringing something in. Was it bringing a knife into the jail? It's like, yeah. what? Oh, God. <laughs> Why does your mind go to the weirdest places in the galaxy, Mike? I mean, yes, it's not I'm even. I'm beginning to think he's an alien. <laughs> He's so over the top. Alien from the 40s and 50s. Just so weird. We get to go back to Harry's cabin, seeing him record his goodbye video for Asta, you know, his BFF. And I love how he kept trying to start and stop and start and stop. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't going to work well, is it? But next thing we know, we see Sahar. We haven't seen her for a couple episodes. Yep. She barges into Harry's cabin to reunite with her baby. His name is now Chaz. You know, I, I don't know. Dude, telling you, just get a baby name book. Yes. <laughs> Undoubtedly, Harry will have figured something out. But I don't know. Is this the worst name? I can't say yes or no. Right. Zahar embraces Chaz and thanks him. She gives him a stuffed octopus and some snacks for the voyage. I thought it was so cute, too, because she's like, I sewed a little hijab on him so you would remember me. <laughs> and she doesn't leave Harry out of the snack equation either. No. But Chaz refers to her as mama, which I'm like, I'm getting a little teary eyed. Yes. Stop. And I love she's like, you cannot name him Chaz. Yeah. 
he's a bridge between our two people. He need to, he's better than all of us, and you need to name him something better. So when she leaves, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to be like Bridger or something like that. Right. No. no. He settles on Bridget <laughs> as the alien baby's name. What is wrong with you? You were so weird. Yes. Liv encounters a couple of cops, the next thing we see, at her home, asking about the stolen van, because her neighbor report, reported something. I was like, why would her neighbor report a van in her garage? Right. That's kind of weird. And they asked to search her garage, and she's like, uh, sure. She's such a bad liar, though, but it's funny. Yes. It is just really amusing the way she lies. So Liv thinks she's done for, but she opens the garage and finds Mike and her husband, John, playing cards. And what? <laughs> <laughs> this was interesting with a little back and forth Mike gives, and I'm thinking nothing of it until. Yeah. So the, those cops, and I'm now saying those cops in quotes, leave, and we learn that Mike and John hit the van because those weren't actual officers of the law. So who are they? We don't know, but... Ray hybrids, I'm betting. Ooh, I didn't think of that. That's interesting. Yep. I was just thinking somebody with McAllister's people. Hmm. And I love how he tells her, like, if you say anything about aliens, maybe this time I'll listen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> About time. Like, you know, he figured it out kind of quick. And I'm still confused, though. Like, did he see something? What was it that made him think we should move this? Which the van ends up on the reservation. So hopefully it's safe for a little while. Right. We get to see Harry walking through the windswept tundra of the mountain. With right. Yeah. <laughs> As the pair descend to the escape pod, Harry realizes why Goliath gave him the baby he's different now he no longer wants to eat the child even though he kept tasting him yes like, Did you stop but that was uh, yes <laughs> like licking him it's like oh my god so he tells bridget you're gonna love home but i can't go with you he sets the ship for home now do we think it's gonna make it that's what i was worried about right yeah there's no telling i to tell you the truth i wouldn't trust the grays Right. They could get halfway there and explode. Or they're trying to blow up his home world. Yeah. So you just put the baby on. You're like, bye. But he forgets to leave the snacks for him. Hopefully it's a quick trip. Yeah. Next thing we know, with him staying behind, this means things have definitely changed. Yes. And Sahar will never talk to him again. <sighs> well, you know what? We sent him with his people. And maybe he can teach his people something. Right. We see Jay asking Asa if she'll accompany her on a shopping trip for a winter formal dress. And of course, Asa's like, yeah, I'll be there on time. And instantly my mind goes to, ah, oh, crap, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. There's going because to be it didn't another... feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're on the same page. It's going to be another some big, something big happens and her mind gets erased or something. Right. And then... I was freaking out because we see Dan letting Darcy into Asa's room to look for some stuff that she left behind. And Darcy locates a sweater and she also finds the white and red cooler with Harry's human Harry's note to Sam and the botulinum toxin that killed the doctor. What the? Yes. <laughs> Why do you still have that? Right. At this point, it should have been like disposed of. Why? Why? 
Well, I think us is just afraid that somehow it'll still come back on Harry. And even though it wasn't alien Harry that did it, it was human Harry that did it. This will be something that they may be able to use to get alien Harry cleared. It should have just been disposed of. Right. <laughs> Take it to the dump. I agree. <laughs> but we're back at Harry's cabin and Harry walks in when Asa was watching the farewell video. And she's like, I never thought I'd see you again. And he's like, why do you think that? What? Because I'm watching the video. No. <laughs> and he tells her, he, no, he sent Bridget home. And he's going to figure out how to stop the greys. And he comforts Asta as they embrace with him saying, but I'll probably fail, I believe is how he put it. Right. Like, well, at least we'll die together. So what do we see next? Darcy barging into the cabin with the cooler. <laughs> Seriously. Nothing but yep. the bane of existence at this point. She accuses Harry of killing Sam, which is true, kind of. And Asta lying to her for over a year to support this random ass weirdo. <laughs> Darcy's in a rage and tells Asa they can't be friends anymore. And Asa's trying to convince Darcy to stay, even though she can't reveal why she lied. And Harry is so touched and overwhelmed with this emotional friend breakup. He transforms into his alien self. And you hear like the little weird sound that he made. Right. <laughs> Darcy turns around. She's like, you're a dinosaur. But she's, like, so nonchalant about all this. Right. You, the one thing that you would think would stop this whole fight, and nope, doesn't even phase Darcy a bit. Right. Because Darcy forgives Asta for, you know, hiding Harry's identity and his big secret. And, you know, they they hug it out. And I love how Harry's like, I, I'm standing here. I'm not a dinosaur. I'm an alien. I'm not wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, dinosaurs are extinct and extraterrestrial. Hello. And she's just totally ignoring him, which I don't know what was better. The fact that she like, yeah, 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 whatever. Or the fact that he's like, uh, hello, I'm like eight feet tall. You're not even looking, <sighs> you know, with the whole exasperated Harry moment. Right. <laughs> then we get to see a little bit more of the documentary and it's live. And she's, you know, in front of the camera to share her story. And she's telling the cameraman how she's seen a ship, but the teacher didn't believe her. And basically nobody believed her. So when asked what she would say to her teacher now, after tearing up, which that had to be a little hard. Yes. She stated, I believe in aliens. Like, oh, that was kind of painful because you knew how much. She wanted everyone to understand everything she was going through and what she's seen and nobody believed her. Right. So it was like, this hurts. Yes, it did. And we get to see Jay and Asta actually go dress shopping and find a dress for Jay. And it's like, okay, is this going to be a big thing where the big event is going to happen when Jay's supposed to go to the dance or something? Right. But damn it, quit giving me these little bits of hope. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the greys will attack patients. Right. On the night of the formal. That would suck so bad. Yeah. But it just feels like, yes, it's going to happen because what do we see next? Mike interviewing <laughs> a new deputy. Oh, okay. Who is the, ah, oh, crap. Yes. <laughs> it's Joseph. And Mike seems pretty keen on hiring him. 
Meanwhile, we see Harry, us, and Darcy sitting and eating pizza together because, well, that's Harry's thing anyway. Yep. And everything is coming to light. And I love how Darcy's like, oh, yeah, that tracks. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Us and Harry are telling her everything, and Darcy's just going with it because, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so non-medical conference, alien con, got it, got it. Yep. (laughs) But suddenly... There's some noise, there's some lights, and Asta and Darcy are told to go to the bunker. I'm not leaving you this time, because Harry knows who's here. It's the soldiers who work for McAllister, because he plugged in the USB. Right. I love that he's just sitting down, like, drinking coffee or whatever. And he's all quiet there in the bunker after Darcy's like, wait, bunker? What? World ending. Hold on. No. Well, tell yeah, you what? down in the bunker. <laughs> Get her down in the bunker. Come on. And how they they bust in. And the first yeah. thing I thought was, did you even try the handle? No, because it's never yeah. locked. Right. And funny enough, Harry kind of said the same thing. Um, it was unlocked. Yeah. I'm going to invoice you for the doors because you didn't have to bust through them. Right. So they take him to McAllister's new base and. I love how he walks in like all shackled and she's like, do you want me to take those off or do you want to do it yourself? He's like, I got it. Just breaks them. (laughs) And then McAllister looks at her guy. She's like, you idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He broke through a whole bunch of other stuff and you're really worried. Oh, I'm going to put him in, you know, handcuffs. Okay. And she's like, come on, I'm going to take you to the base, whatever. And it was really cool how it opened up. It was very like, uh, I think you mentioned this in a different podcast. We do get smart. Yes. <laughs> like how it opened all funny. And I wanted Harry to be like, oh, that's cool. But right. when he gets in the elevator, I love it. It's like, you owe me new doors. <laughs> yes. Thank I think you, I'll Harry. take these. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Harry. Keep her honest. And they go underground and that's all we see of them. But yep. there's more. That's not the end. No. No, no. We get to see Robert sitting on a bench, munching on some popcorn, when a spotlight appears over him. And then an alien tractor beam. But he had the ball just out. Right. Why, why are you just holding onto it? Like, yeah, no big thing. You know everything. You know all this weird shit. Why are you just acting like, eh, whatever? Right. Well, guess what? Robert's in a spaceship with some straps. I don't know. Yeah. I thought they were like worms. I don't know, because I swear they were moving. They're creepy. But the great leader snatches the alien ball out of Robert's hand. Great. That's going to do so much for you. Robert is bound and gagged to the slab. And who is that next to him? Holy crap. That's Ben. Yeah. (laughs) He hasn't been sleepwalking. (laughs) No. This is really freaky. But then the leader's like, oh, don't worry. Your baby's here, too. What the what? Yeah, <laughs> because he kind of looks and you see essentially like an incubator with the baby in there, which apparently is Ben's baby. Right. And we have the flashback to three months ago when Kate thought she was pregnant. Yes. And you see that she was elevated above the bed while sleeping. And apparently they zap that baby right out. Yeah. So she was pregnant. She thought she wasn't. And it was just false positive. But. No, really. Apparently, we got some weird things happening. So Ben was obviously taken as a child then. Yep. So this is getting more and more messed up. Yes, it is. 
I am so confused. And like I said, I'm so glad we have another season because I would be yes, so this mad. this would have been a horrible series finale. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, that would Yeah, have this would like be worst. right up there with... Um, dark Matter. Yes, Dark Matter. Absolutely. Still mad about that side. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, other than the ending, if that was the ending, we would have been pissed. But, like, how did you feel about, like, the the twists and turns that we had this episode well the van not being in Liv's garage that was pretty awesome i like that because you see mike and her husband in there playing and it's just like oh <laughs> mike can be dumb as rocks and then surprise you with his intelligence it just sometimes it just doesn't make sense i agree with you there and with Darcy, Darcy finding out that Harry's actually an alien and her taking it like it was no big deal didn't surprise me as much. Really? You know, yeah. I mean, they smoke pot. So <laughs> surely they've talked about aliens before out in the country, laying in the grass, looking up at the sky. Sure. So, yeah, that really doesn't surprise me that she's just so blase about it uh, yeah harry sending baby back home let's just keep our fingers crossed that the baby does actually make it back to home and can tell them what's actually going on and they may be able to help harry and the general beat back the gray invasion Ooh, maybe they'll come and help right that would be interesting yes and yeah the baby Ben and Kate's, that doesn't surprise me at all because she tested positive and then all of a sudden she was, it was negative and it was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> and this made sense, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah, it makes more sense this way, yeah. And it also makes sense why Ben's been sleepwalking and he did it as a child. So, yeah, there's no telling what's inside Ben. Uh, kind of makes me mad, though. Right. That they went with that. It, it's like, well, you brought it back that this is something that's been happening for a while. Right. But uh, they took the baby. That just kind of makes me mad. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but what a way to end the season. It was really good. Yes, absolutely. And this was a great season. Yes, it was a good buildup. And I wasn't sure where they were going with it. But yeah, I think it turned out really well. Yep. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your, for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us, as there are a few other Resident Alien podcasts out there. We'll tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can check us out at www.fangirlzone.com, where you can find our contacts page with all of the ways to get a hold of us. And you can find our podcast page with all of the other podcasts that we have. There are many. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Steve. You know, you don't usually give me gifts, except for that hunting t-shirt with the bullseye on it. I'm Sean Fangirl S, and until next time.